0: Hello, everyone. Welcome to the podcast. Full disclosure, you guys, it is Monday. This podcast is due tomorrow. I have a few topics that um, I want to talk about, but I haven't had the time to really sit down and meditate and pray and really just seek the heart of God for what he wants to speak through me for these topics. And I was getting so frustrated and things have just been a little bit crazy and not crazy bad, really crazy good. I mean, everything's going really well, but I've just been like, God, oh my gosh, I don't have enough. Like my daughter right now is sleeping in the next room. I'm looking at the monitor right now. Um, P.S. Does anyone else's kid love to sleep face down? Like literally nose, mouth into the mattress. Luckily, we have a breathable mattress So, and I'm looking at her chest technically not her chest, her back, her rib cage. I'm looking at her breathe. She's totally fine. But my nephew did this. I have friends whose babies do this. Why do they scare us like that and sleep face into the mattress? (sighs) Anyways, I digress. Um, I want to encourage whoever's listening. This podcast will be short and sweet, but I want to encourage you because I literally (laughs) just today, even right before I jumped on here, was just like, God, I don't, this is all I have. In my mind, I have a desire to give X to my family, to my husband, to my daughter, to my household, to my family, to my friends. I I have a a standard that I like to keep for myself. Like, this is what I want to be. This is how I want to live. This is what I want to give to people. And when I don't meet that, it's very easy for me to just kind of spiral into not a great place, just not I mean I'm a I'm a recovering perfectionist, I've said that many times. And I remember or or literally it was just a couple of minutes ago, but I was like, God, this is all I have. And he said something clear as day to me, and I just want to encourage you guys with this. I said, Lord, this is all I have. And in my mind, I'm like, this isn't enough. And what he said to me clear as day is that's all I want. Period. And so here I am feeling like it's not enough. And there's nothing that can be done with it. And I don't have enough hours in the day to be all the things and to do all the things that I truly desire to do. No one's putting pressure on me. Kellen's not demanding that I, you know, do a certain thing. My daughter's not demanding that I do a certain I just have standards for myself that I would love to keep and that I would love to live up to. And I think that that's very admirable for us. But I think on the flip side, it's a dangerous and a slippery slope because if we can be everything we think we should be, then where is our need for God? Where is our need to press in and be like, shoot, I'm falling short? I need you. I mean, in the Bible, it says that He is made strong in our weakness. And if I am not weak, if I have no weak spots and no blind spots, Where is he going to be present in my life? So I just wanted to encourage you guys with that today because I feel like that in itself is something that kind of knocked me back in my tracks where it was just like, Lord, this is all I have, thinking it wasn't enough, and his response just being, that's all I want. So if you are the mama, if you're the student, if you are the CEO, if you are, whatever you are trying to do and doing, if you don't feel like it's enough... I just am here to tell you that that's all God wants. He just wants that. He can do with our little what we couldn't even dream of with our most. And I think often I get re- I'm get really guilty of, oh, an if-then lifestyle. Where if I can get the house perfect, then I'll have peace. If I can get Ashton to take a longer nap, then I'll have the time to do this. And then I'll feel like there's order in the house. If I can do this, then this. And that's not a life that is full of God because he's not someone that's saying, if you do this, then I'll do this. That's actually counter culture and counter um, to, what, to the God that we serve. So wherever you're at, whatever you're giving, whatever you are just pouring out, I just want to encourage you, that's all God wants. He just wants our best. He just wants what we have in our hands. He doesn't want any more and he can do so much with our little The last thing I want to do, because I think that it is really cool to do this. I used to do this with my Bible all the time, but I'm throwing it back old school style in my hand here. If you're watching via video, you see it. But I'm going to tell you, for those that are listening to the podcast, is Every Day in His Presence by Charles Stanley. This devotion has been so incredible. And basically, I'm not even going to read what is today's. I am just going to thumb. I'm going to open it to a random page and believe that God has something that He wants to speak to us. Um, So I'm literally just—if you can hear it—is this ASMR? What's it called? I don't know if you guys can hear it at home, but I'm just going to go here and I'm going to stop. And I am on page 255. Actually, oh my gosh, I'm almost—I almost landed on the exact date, but I'm a few days in the future. But anyways, I'm not going to tell you the date. I'm just going to read this devotion because. I have had not a lot of devotion one-on-one God time. And I was like, Lord, I hate this. I just want to spend time with you. But I also hope that this can encourage and maybe set someone free. God doesn't bless you and give you blessings in life and then sit back with his arms crossed like a mean guy and say, pick one. Is it me or them? He doesn't do that. He gives us blessings because a, we probably cried out for them. And B, he trusts us to steward them well. So, whether it is a marriage, whether it is a child, whether it is an apartment, or whatever we have, those are blessings from God, and he has given those to us and allowed us to have them because he trusts us to steward them well. And I really don't believe that we serve a God who gives us something and then demands that we act the same way in this season that we were able to in the last. Before I had a baby, That who it just turned six months. Oh my gosh. can't believe it. But before I had a baby, I was able to spend a lot more time one-on-one with God. I was able to spend an hour just reading my Bible and journaling and praying and worshiping and all of that. And that's beautiful but that was that season. I am now in a new season where I don't have that kind of time. Let's just be real. If you have a baby or even if you have, I'm not comparing children to animals, but even just so you understand the extent of it. If you even had a puppy, sometimes you can't even go an hour. Like you got to take them out and, and be potty training them. You are responsible for another life. That's what I'm trying to say. So with Ashton, my sweet little girl, I'm responsible for her. I'm responsible for teaching her, for 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 feeding her, for cleaning up after her, for everything, nurturing her, protecting her, covering her. And it's a 24-7 job. And I really don't believe that God looks down on me and says, man, I really wish you would make time for me. I wish that you would just put her in her rightful place, not number one in your life. And, and just hang out with me like we used to. God has never once told me that. If anything, the enemy has brought me condemnation and been like, "Hey, remember how you used to be with God? And now look at like you don't even spend time with him." You and I'm like, "Shut up!" Because I do invite God into the moments, and I look at her in the face every single day, multiple times a day, and I'm like, "Gosh, Lord, thank you." Mainly when I hug her, when I'm holding her, and she's literally in my arms, I just squeeze her. And I just say, I love you, Ashton. And she smiles and giggles. And I'm so grateful. And I'm inviting God into that moment with that acknowledging that he gave me this blessing. And I think that's all he wants. He is not going to give me a child that I'm responsible for and demand that I put her to the side so that I can do some ritualistic devotional time that used to be. I really believe that he has given me a grace in this season for it to look different than it has. So to anyone out there, mother, student, whatever it is, who anyone out there who just doesn't have the gift of time in this season and you're feeling guilty or you're feeling like God is saying, hey, what about me? If you're feeling convicted about it, if you have time that you're spending maybe too much, like four hours a day on social media, or if you are just like, you know, binging Netflix shows, yeah, maybe there is something to that. I don't know. That's between you and God. Maybe he does want some of your time. But for those of you who truly feel like you are doing all you can to cover all the bases and be everything to everyone, I just want to encourage you Get with God later if you're having that guilt or that condemnation, that's not from God. And if you're feeling that, get with God and just say, hey Lord, like, ask him straight up, are you mad at me? I guarantee you he'll be like, no, you're doing great. You are killing it being a good steward of the blessings that I've given you, the relationships that I've given you. And so, yeah, I just, if there's, now that being said, there are moments where there is conviction, where it's like, oh, you feel that tugging on your heart and you're like, oh, I think, more than anything for me, conviction kind of makes me feel a little sad or like, oh, I mean, it it makes me feel convicted. I'm like, oh, I really should do blah, blah, blah. And it's usually in the moments. So for example, if you know, it's late at night or not even late at night. I go to bed by 10 o'clock, 11 o'clock at the latest. But if there's like a show and I haven't spent time with God, he might be like, hey, like maybe read a devotion. Hey, say a prayer. Hey, do this. And I can feel like, oh, it doesn't make me feel bad. It just makes me feel like, ooh, yeah, my time could be better spent. But if you're in the middle of taking care of your children, if you're in the middle of studying for a test, yes, be sensitive to the Holy Spirit. But if something comes nagging at you that Doesn't feel peaceful, that makes you feel bad about yourself. And if, let me put it this way you know it's not God if when you think about it, you feel distant from God. God will never make you feel a way that feels distant, even when He um, maybe has some correction for us, or I don't even say when He's like harsh because it's not that, but when there's something serious that He needs to talk to us about. I know for me, he draws me close to tell me those things. And it doesn't mean it's comfortable. It doesn't feel good, but he draws me close. I'm close to his heart when he says, hey, because it feels like a loving parent who's being stern, but he's like, hey, I need you to do da 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 because I love you and it'll be the best for you. So I guess that's the best way I can say if you feel some kind of way, some kind of emotion that makes you feel far from God, that's not God. If you're feeling something that makes you feel close to God, then yeah, lean into that. Um, So let's just real quick read this devotion. We're throwing it back to the original devotional that I read out of all, well, not all of 2020. I did, but I shared a lot of them over the course of 2020. But the title of this one is called None Like Him. And the opening scripture is Psalm 2911. And it says, the Lord gives strength to his people. The Lord blesses his people with peace. Well, I'd say that fits into what we're talking about right now. And the devotion says, At time, people hesitate to build a deep relationship with the Lord because they think He will require painful sacrifices from them. They assume that they have um, troubles because the Father doesn't care about them or is punishing them. But once they submit themselves to Him, the, pressures they once, the pressure they once felt lifts. They understand they can trust Him and that He only wanted what was absolutely best for them. God is God. There is none like Him, and He does not have to hound us to make His point or to gain our attention. He may allow trouble to come as the result of sin or as a way to teach us more about Him, but the Father also understands that if we never experienced times of adversity, we would miss one of the most important aspects of His love, His ability to work in our lives in the ways we need him the most, delivering us from spiritual bondage, helping us rely on his faultless wisdom and power, and teaching us that nothing can touch our lives apart from his divine purposes. And the prayer at the bottom says, Lord, Thank you for loving, teaching, providing for, and protecting me. I know you are truly good. Amen. I love the prayer too because it says, Lord, thank you for loving, teaching, providing for, and protecting me. That's what a parent does. That's what he has called me to do for Ashton. And I'm learning. I learned from him how to do that for her. And so I think that if I didn't do this for her, I would actually be being disobedient to something he gave me to take care of and to steward. And I love, um, I love how it says, "Let's see, where is that part?" Um, the Father also understands that if we never experienced times of adversity, we would miss out. We would miss one of the most important aspects of His love, His ability to work in our lives in the ways we need Him the most. And that's what I was kind of getting at when I first started this devotion or this this podcast. Before I even knew what devotion I was going to read, is If I can do everything up to my standard, which would be my, you know, image of perfection, I wouldn't need him. So sometimes he allows me not to be able to accomplish all my tasks and not to feel great about what I've been, what I've done and not bless my time management. Because he knows that if he does that, if he allows that, then everything will have been in my might. And what I'm praying and what I cry out for him all the time is that I would be closer to him. And so he's like, you say you want to be closer to me and you also say you want to do everything perfectly or you want to you know, check all the boxes. Well, I can see your heart and I know you want to be close to me so I can't let this other thing happen because then you won't need me. And so, anyways, I just hope this was encouraging to, to someone out there. Um, next week, I will be back. I have quite a few topics that God has really been impressing upon my heart to speak about and share my experience with, but I have not felt released to do so yet. One of which is on identity. The other one is on anxiety. So, I don't know if either of the two of those um, resonate with any of you, but they will be coming. So, anyways, I love you guys so much. This was a little bit of a shorter podcast, but... I'm really praying that there were some nuggets in there, some things in there, some encouragement that by the time I am just done and say goodbye, that you feel a little bit better and a little bit more free and released and um, you can just (sighs) take a deep breath. Let it out. You're doing great. You're crushing it in the middle of the chaos that is the world that we live in. You are still here. You are still showing up and you are doing amazing Tomorrow isn't promised. We're just living in today. So just take a second. If you need to reset a few things, if you need to get with God for a minute, let this be your minute. Just take a deep breath, connect with him, attune your heart to what he might want to say to you today, and just let it all out and just go forward boldly knowing that you are a child of the creator of the universe. You know how freaking awesome that is? All right, guys, I love you so much and I will talk to you next week. Bye. Thank you.